0: Good morning. Today is the 8th of Adar, 5783, corresponding to March 1st, 2023. We are continuing with Chapter 31, um, catching up to today's learning. Um, And we'll go back first to yesterday's, which is from the 7th of Adar. And here the Altar Rebbe goes on to tell us that our goal in life should be to serve God with great joy the joy of the soul separating from the body, or in other words, that the divine soul separating from the animal soul, specifically in times of study and in times of prayer, um, returning to God, reconnecting. And this joy is actually the joy of tshuva, the joy of returning, the joy of coming back, the joy of being engaged in the process of growth throughout one's life. So... Before going deeper into this, step one is we have to work really hard on always fostering a sense of spiritual improvement and the Benoni's job is very much that message of spiritual improvement. The Benoni cannot sit on his laurel, sit on his or her laurels. They, this person must always be striving forward. Um, that's the struggle, right? That struggle is this striving forward. But that is the goal and the, mo- and the modality that one must take. So there's no greater joy than being released from captivity, from exile, from being redeemed. It's actually an interesting message. We're now five weeks away from Passover. I know it's getting closer. Um, but I think it's uh, appropriate that this is being read at this juncture because we're entering that season of reflection on what does it mean to go from exile to redemption the truth is in truth is purim is also that story the the holiday coming up next week in which within exile we the jews suffer the consequence of being exiled by being under the thumb of foreign rulership and the entire story is about the overcoming of that and the rejoicing in the overcoming and of course passover as well is the story of the exile, uh, the the story of the slavery in Egypt and the redemption from that, which this section actually describes in a spiritual context, which we'll come to in a moment. The message here is that what are we being captured? What is this exile? Which we've been skirting around over and over again. What is the exile? The exile is that the divine soul is stuck in the human body, in this animal body. And the modality of life is that we're supposed to always be Rising above that, what we'll see at the end of this chapter is that that actually is not entirely accurate. Rather, we're supposed to be lifting up the animalistic soul to a higher level as well. That is even a greater sense of joy. But let's come back to that in a moment. So we have to work towards the divine soul being more precious than our body, right? The soul being more important than the body, and this is a divine service. This is this is worshiping God. This is the service of worshiping God, and more specifically. This is what it means to say that the people escaped from Egypt. So what happens? So let's go over the story in the Torah, right? The, the children of Israel are enslaved in Egypt for a couple hundred years. And they finally turn to Pharaoh, right, under Moses. And Moses says, let them go. Let them go for three days. Let them worship God. Um, and they do so. And not only... Do they get? But so it's a two-part process. They get released from the land, right? So they're able to leave. And then they have to escape. And before we get into the Alter Rebbe's words, let's just look at the story a little bit more carefully. Is that escaping from Egypt was a 40-year process? Um, the the challenge that the children of Israel had was that you can take the people out of Egypt, but you can't take the Egypt out of people. I know it's one of my favorite. Anybody who hears this will know that's one of my favorite lines. You can take the person out of, but you can't take that the out of out of that person. Um but with that said, right, you could take the people out of Egypt, but they had to have the Egypt take that taken out of them. So what so what that means for the Alta Rebbe is as follows. The spiritual there there was a physical exodus from Egypt and there was a spiritual, what was the physical? Release from slavery what was the spiritual getting rid of that egypt from us so in the kabbalistic lore the idea is that when we were in egypt we that when the children of israel were in egypt they had sunk down to almost the lowest level of impurity and if they'd stayed any longer they would have been lost forever and so god redeemed them at the time that he redeemed them in order uh, god redeemed them at that time in order so that the children of israel should no longer be uh, should no, should not sink further down and so the spiritual exodus is that avoidance of sinking further down. So what had to happen first? They had to leave. So in other words, um, the animal, the, the 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 body, that this, this human being had to leave what was, had to escape from the tra- entrapment of which the human body is in, or this animal soul is in. And then once the, the human being could do that, then the divine soul could be lifted out of this exile. This could actually not just escape, but really be driven out, n- not just leave, but could escape, right? The divine soul at the time of the giving of the Torah, which is the Torah portions we're dealing with now, could be pulled out, could be r- raised up beyond the the animalistic soul. In other words, right, what's the Torah? The Torah is a set of commandments as far as a set of ways of life, of, of how to live, and it was through that way that, that set of commandments that the children of Israel were able to have the pathway to overcome the animal soul. It was not easy. That's why they had a whole generation and then they had to, right, that first generation couldn't do it. So they stayed for 40 years and hopefully a lot of it got weeded out by the second generation. Of course subsequent biblical history may have proven differently, but that as we understand it, may have very well been the aim. And so for the Alter Rebbe, in a spiritual sense, the same thing is here, is that we have to first break the body's hold, and only then can we do real tshuva, which is real, you know, real repentance, which is adding strength to the heart, adding joy to the soul, raising ourselves further up, reflecting on God, and from that, we begin to truly worship in the way that we're supposed to. Or... Going back to the stuff that we've talked about so far, for the the Altar Rebbe, it's every negative, every quote-unquote negative step in the process, every struggle, is really a struggle for the sake of ascent. So it's a yurida, it's a descent, for the sake of an aliyah and ascent. Very popular, very well-known idea, right, having to go down to go back up, right, having to go down to... Pull up the sparks. That's a an idea that has been described to belong to the uh, Lurianic Kabbalistic world, which, of course, the Alter Rebbe, in all Hasidus, in a way, comes out of. And so he's describing that action is that when we go down, we're really going down to bring up and to lift up the the Qalipat noga the sparks of light, um, and the thought, speech, and action that are enclosed in the body. And this is the the entire goal of this process that we were talking about in chapter 31, which is when we're feeling a dullness in our heart, it must be that it's time for the next rising up. And that's how we, and, and, and we do that through the through engaging it or engaging it as it is, right? Which was the first part of the chapter, which was we engage this Sitra Achar from its own, using its own methods, right? We don't try to do something different. We use what's there to, Take the steps forward. Um, And more so than that, we lift the animal soul with us. We lift the body with us. We don't just leave it aside. Um, And if we remember back earlier, right, there's this conflict that we described about how the soul is yearning to reach right back to God. And it's odd because if the soul does that literally, then... the a human being ceases to exist, so what we really have to do is not cease our existence, we have to lift up all aspects of our existence. Or to quote at the end of the chapter, for although the soul's escape from exile within the body and animal soul spoken of earlier would in itself be sufficient cause for great joy, right? That's the goal in one hand, yet this is a joy tempered by sadness over the lowly state in which one's body and animal soul remain. And what I would argue is that really the goal of the Right? And then he goes on, when one realizes, however, the Torah and mitzvot elevate the body and animal soul as well, his joy will be untarnished. So if we see that the work that we do not just lifts up our soul to another level, if you will, but actually takes the whole being to another level, then we can feel that joy. And so the end of chapter 31 takes us from this numbness of the heart that we began the chapter with to an understanding of how to cultivate a newer sense of joy and happiness. Um, through the actions that we take to reinvigorate and lift up our soul again. And so, with that, we conclude chapter 31. And I want to just wish everyone that today is a day, should be a day that your soul finds a way to be uplifted a little bit and takes the physical with us as well, because we are the composite of both. So, our, both the physical and the spiritual always need to find places of upliftingness, and that our hearts can be not just numb, but uh, not numb but our hearts can be full with a sense of joy in our paths of growth that we are on. So until tomorrow, I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the day.